Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream and make him the deadliest that I've ever seen. That's right. We're talking, about, we're talking to the director and a very special actress from the new sci-fi original horror film, The Sandman. Today on Horror Movie News. Welcome to I don't know. It's like it feels proper. It's a meerkat dance. Well, the twist is a little like the. Oh, okay. I think that's what I'm going for. There it is. This is like the doggy paddle. I can pull them all off. Next time I'm in the club, I'm gonna be surfing through the crowd. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Horror Movie News, Episode 3. And today we're dedicating this episode to The Sandman, a sci-fi original movie. So, uh, by the way, my name is Anthony Becerra. You can find me everywhere at Tony B. Dead. And, oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, go ahead. <laughs> and, uh, my name is Carrie Lane. You can find me online at Carrie D. Lane. Uh, that's K-A-R-I-D-L-A-N-E. Hey, guys. I'm Oliver Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer. And actually, real quick, before we get started, uh, we mentioned it last week, so if you guys are tuning in this week and you have no idea what I'm talking about, I'll refresh you. Um, at the Tokyo Ghoul premiere in Hollywood, they gave out the mask that he wears, and then I think this is also a um, musical download option, oh. and there's a really awesome poster That does look really well. nice. Yeah. So, we're going to be giving these away. All you have to do is comment down below on what, if you could have any kind of Halloween mask, what would it be? Ooh. So, just any, of anything. Oh, my God. So, just cool. leave a comment and we'll randomly select a winner and I'll let you know. Yes, if not, then I'm going to steal it from Carrie. You're so. like, I <laughs> I'd like the, uh, the Ash Deadite, like, mask that he gets okay. when he gets nice. turned into, a, like, when the... I guess the uh, Necronomicon finally gets him, and he gets that weird-looking yeah. face morph. I would love that mask. Mm. That'd be cool. I'm blanking. I think it's just called Mask. They have it in uh, the Goosebump book, where oh the girl gosh. puts her mask on and it gets stuck, too. Ooh, I that's was like, oh, terrifying. That'd be such a cool like, cosplay. It's just so nostalgic. You yes, know? if you're I, very specific about oh, that. I don't even know what I would get. I would get Nemesis from Resident Evil. Ooh, nice. I've actually I went to Oz and I saw that mask, and they oh, also yeah. have a liquor mask with a, a huge tongue. Yeah, yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, it was That'd great. Awesome. I bought a little uh, a bandit costume. I was Antonio Bandito for uh, nice. for this Halloween yes. party. Um, real quick, just a refresher of where to follow us. Um, our YouTube channel, subscribe at youtube.com slash popcorn talk network. Follow us on Twitter at, at horror news PTN and also at the popcorn talk network, uh, website, popcorn talk.com. And so, um, so we're doing the Sandman and what better way to introduce the, uh, Sandman with the trailer. So, yes. and we all saw it over the weekend. Um, mm-hmm. my lovely engineer. We also have a poster, too, but that's all right. Um, and we all watched it, too, not just the trailer. Right. Yeah. I saw it tw- I saw it once for enjoyment and once for... Uh, Analyzing? Yeah. yeah. Oh, here we go. Do. Here we go. Yeah, Hybrid Productions is the uh, production company. So that's our Madison right there. She was so good in the movie. Yeah, she right? was. Loved oh. her. What could that be? <laughs> it's <Yeah>. sand. <laughs> oh. You know, throughout the whole film, I was wondering, like, so what happens if you just throw water at him? <laughs> what, does he disintegrate or it's make a, a sand castle? Make a yeah. sand castle out of him. What have you done to her? My department has studied a lot of children. It's jigsaw. I know, right? That's his a voice. Familiar, yeah, familiar his voice. voice. Huh? Cold sand. And there's Haley Dove. Mm-hmm. 
Children often make up boogeyman to deal with their real. And I love that it's a, like a full suit. Mm-hmm. So dealing with the death of her parents. They did right by that. I love that. Also, the Sam Sandstorm attack that he's got. His <laughs> oh, signature the shadow sandstorm. kill was really oh, great that. too. Yeah. Oh, with his. Uh, when they do it as a shadow. Yeah. Was and then you just see the blood. Way to show it. Yeah. Yeah. That's a good way. That, to, I love that yeah, shot that's a good too, way to do like shot. an off-screen kill. Yes. Oh, definitely. Shadows, like, yeah. What better way? Yep. Lock it down. That right there. He reminds me of a creepy Groot. With oh my god, that's <laughs> hilarious. It's when Groot's on drugs. <laughs> <laughs> that's what happens. Like when he's on drugs, he just turns to. Yeah. Stan yeah, Lee, Stan executive Lee. produced by Stan Lee. Put his name on this though. The sad. The Sandman. He's here. That shot too was great. All right, well, that was the trailer for The Sandman, so uh, I want to go over some quick details on the film itself. uh, It was directed by Peter Sullivan, and Peter Sullivan is actually the person we were going to be interviewing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline in uh, just a few and he has written over 73 movies and they range from drama horror thriller mystery and romance wow. but other mo- other horror movies he's uh, directed in 2013 he did The Summoned and he also wrote that and in t- 2015 he did The Ominous so he's done very few horror movies which is mm-hmm. um, strange to see because The Sandman was actually pretty great yeah I enjoyed it I thought it was pretty fun um, it was executive produced by Stan Lee and Synaptic, Synaptic VFX <laughs> provided the special <laughs> effects, which were marvelous. It premiered on October 14th for the Sci-Fi Channel Network. And, the, oh, I, I, I don't know why. I just love uh, synopsis. You know? <laughs> some are really good and some give too much away. This, True. Is, this yeah. is good. This is good? Carrie, Carrie approved? I approve. All right. <laughs> so, doesn't give away too much. Right. So this, uh, the official synopsis is a little girl with formidable powers imagines... Into existence, the Sandman, a terrible monster from her nightmares that brings harm to anyone who wants to hurt her. So, and no, I don't think you know that quite at the beginning, but they get to it. Kind yeah, of quickly. Mm-hmm. yeah, they reveal it. Yeah, what I liked about it, the film, was that it's very fast paced. Like to me, it wasn't like slow. You kind of get, you kind of get like pushed into it. Like, all mm-hmm. right, here's a Sandman. This girl, it's terrorizing her and it's killing everyone. So, right, that's what I really liked about the film. So don't hang out with her. Yeah, yeah. don't get her. Mad. She's adorable, you know. Oh, I do love that they made the reference to the Twilight Zone episode of the "Don't wish, don't be wished into the cornfield." They had one line: um, Haley uh, Duff's character, um, her like boyfriend, he's like, "Yeah, well, we don't want to piss her off and get wished into a cornfield." Did you guys ever see that Twilight Zone episode? No, I can't no. say that. Oh, so there's oh. similar idea of there's a kid and they don't want to upset him, and he sends you to the cornfield, and then you're dead. Is that where like the whole children of the corn come from? Possibly. It's a different thing. It's okay. more just they're on a farm and he gets mad and you go out there and I, I don't know how you die, but you're dead. <laughs> but I love that the movie it's references terrible. that yeah. because that's exactly what I was thinking of. Like, don't piss the kid off. You're going to get sent there. And I'm like, oh, the character said it. There's right. just a corn monster in the field that just yeah. eats you. <laughs> corn uh, monster. Yeah, just, it definitely had a really cool concept for sure. I like the idea of like this 
monster. And like you said, a full suit monster too, not yeah. just like mm-hmm. CGI fake right. looking yeah there was some cgi aspects um that was so, presented very well yeah, the sand. yeah but overall the uh, the practical effects of the the monster the sandman itself was just magnificent mm-hmm. um so uh, i'm gonna move quickly into the casting characters so mm-hmm. Haley duff plays aunt claire and she's a brother of colton who gets uh who's in the first scene in the very first one of the very first scenes um and then there's also shay Shay Smolik, who plays Madison, which is a girl who's able to control the Sandman. Mm-hmm. Sort of. Sort of, yeah. Yeah, she was awesome. Because the way I saw it was that the Sandman was a manifestation of her fear, and fear is, in a sense, illogical, so it didn't really, like, mm-hmm. um, a lot of, it's driven by illogical fear, so a lot of the things that okay. the Sandman did didn't really, like, have to make sense because of that. Mm-hmm. That's how I made sense of that. Interesting. I- yeah, I well, I'm 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 gonna ask the director, but when I, I was kind of curious if there were shots where I'm like, she is the Sandman. Oh, yeah. Because like, there's part where he walks out of somewhere and you can't see her anywhere, mm-hmm. or there are shots where it walks and she kind of is. I mean, there are times where she kind of is like active, mm-hmm. but it kind of felt like very symbiotic relationship. Oh, okay. So, mm-hmm. oh, that's interesting. interesting. I like that. It's open yeah. to interpretation. I yeah, I believe like so. It's like, I have a theory, but then I don't have a theory. You know, I thought at one point, okay, maybe it's like the Sandman uh, represents her, um, like, her in mourning, but also the Sandman was the one who killed her yeah. father. Yeah. So, I don't know, maybe that was what really drove it, you know, to her, you know, being controlled or being, like, working in this symbiotic relationship. Mm-hmm. It was very interesting. And then, of course, she has, like, the te- telekinetic powers on top of that, so... Maybe the Sandman is drawn to her specifically because of that. Yep. So, I, I, I thought this, the the Sandman was was a, like a byproduct of her telekinetic powers mm. that she was able to manifest into the real world. Yeah, maybe she had a really traumatic accident, like at the beach one That's day. That's what I was thinking too. Like, <laughs> like, like at the beach. No, it's the book. It's the book. Remember? Yeah, it was. A, it was a, the father read her the Sandman. Well, terrible father, by the way. He read her this book, who just destroyed, like destroyed her childhood into like. <laughs> well, then he deserved to die. That. But I, I love. I also love the whole aspect of the coal baby, like how a baby is yeah. born in a coal. Because I'm like thinking, okay, so there's this whole organization who. Um, uh, what's his name again? Valent- Valentine, played by Tobin Bell, who's uh, known for the uh, Saw franchise. He mentions in the film that he, out of all the cold babies he has encountered, she is, is one of the most powerful. And I'm like, yeah, where are these babies at? Like, <laughs> like that's what I want to know. Like, yeah, oh, oh yeah, that's a great are. picture of that. Yeah. So Tobin and uh, and also that's a thing on Hemlock Grove shit. too. Oh, the coal, mm-hmm. the coal baby. Oh, that's cool. I've never, I've never heard of that concept before. Neither have I until this yeah, film. I didn't even think that was like an actual thing. Um, until this film, yeah, and um, yeah, so when they're born into the school, they're like they're special. They have like superpowers. Means you're lucky. Means you're lucky, yeah. And then like, like when she's crying, like uh, in that in the uh, in the cemetery, she's like, I don't, I don't want to be special. The mortuary. The mortuary, yeah. She's like, I don't want to be special. I don't want to yeah. have these powers or anything. I thought it was really cool because like you know, it shows that side of like in a sense like that superhero side where it's like I don't want this mm-hmm. responsibility. Yeah. I don't you, want these yeah. powers. I want to be normal. You look up to superpower, super people, super people, superheroes, <laughs> and you think they have it all and whatnot. But really, they're still human, and they're going through all this, all this tragic stuff that they're going through. And like, they're not perfect. Yeah, I, I also can't help but compare this movie to like some sort of like twisted uh, 
horrific origin story for mm-hmm. a superhero for for totally uh, i was yeah. like dude girl could do some training and practice yeah that's how i was there, for yeah, madison there needs yeah. to be more horror super superhero movies and we got new mutants coming out yeah, which that's what i was like even if it's even if uh a movie does that and it's like bad it's still cool because it's a new concept who's doing horror superhero films? right exactly no yeah. well new mutants is you know, gonna come out next year, so I'm super excited for that. And especially for Madison, who's so young, and she developed these powers, I don't, it's not sure when she developed these powers, but she's had them at such a young young age, Mm -hmm. and they're they're rampant, they're they're running wild, and that's, like, one of the, the, like, the horrifying parts of it, when you have so much power, but you can't control it, and you're hurting people that you love all around you. Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's very terrifying. That's a terrifying concept. And I'm wondering how, like, maybe New Mutants is around that same uh, little, mm-hmm. you know? Could be. Yeah, like, same pool. Um, oh, yeah, we also have, uh, so we went through Tobin, uh, Tobin Bell, which is uh, plays Valentine as part of the organization. They never gave it a name, did they? The organization? No, I don't think mm-hmm. you get a name. Maybe in the sequel? Yeah, the sequel. <laughs> and then we also have Amanda Wise, which is another person we... We'd be hopefully uh, interviewing, uh, playing Dr. Amanda Elliott. And she, in the film, is the author to The Children of the Coal and provides a way to to uh, help Madison with uh, her problems, her, her powers, in a sense. And she's, she brings up uh, hip, hypnotism, a, a form of hypnotism. I can't remember the exact name. Let's just call it hypnotherapy. Hypnotherapy. <laughs> <laughs> Big words scare us. <laughs> yeah, she's been in films such as The Hatred, The Id, and A Nightmare on Elm Street. Mm-hmm. Just a little film there. Just a little bit. And then yeah. also there's uh, Sean Sippos, who's, who plays Wyatt, Claire's, uh, I guess you can call her boyfriend. Well, he said on and off. Boyfriend. Yeah, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah. Like, okay. He's been in The Vampire Diaries, Texas Chainsaw 3D. He's a booty and- call. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> maybe, maybe, you know, he helps contribute with rent, you know. Yeah, maybe. yeah. He his purpose. Yeah, there yeah. he is. <laughs> Handsome young fella. Um, also in The Lost Boys, The Tribe. Cool. And last but not least, we also have the Sandman, and he's played by Mick Ignis, mm-hmm. and he's mainly um, you can catch him on Stan versus Evil. He plays a lot of uh, a lot of monsters. Oh yeah, and that's a great picture that was off their Twitter. <laughs> I love it. Yeah, the Sandman ho- hugging a little teddy bear. So that sweet. was nice. Yeah, he's been into the studio a few times for different projects. Oh great, yeah, cool. Maybe we can. Uh, have he also eventually. plays um, Severus Snape in uh, Severus Snape and the Marauders. Yeah, so is that a, is that a short or is it? Uh, yeah, it's a short film. Okay, because I did see him on I see that on his IMDb page. I wasn't sure what it was. It's really cool, actually. Yeah. Also, there was a short film for the Neighbors Three that he played the zombie in, mm-hmm. which was really weird. I want I should have watched that. I didn't watch that. He did a really good job moving as a Sandman. You know, all the twitching he did. Mm-hmm. So like that always fascinates me, just like how they can move in like such strange costumes because you never know how like how difficult it is to move. Yeah, how stiff? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So, um, what are some films you guys watched this past week? Uh, did see the babysitter? Ah! Yeah, it was good. I really <laughs> I, liked. It. I really liked that. Movie I haven't too. seen it yet. I know. Well, I haven't finished it yet. It's really good. It's really fun. From what I saw so far, I liked it. Okay. So, uh, Happy Death Day. Oh yes, yes, so yes, yes, good. Yes. Right. Super fun. It was really fun. And it was pretty, yeah. <laughs> it was pretty fun. <laughs> Hopefully, we can talk about it next week oh, for everyone. And then I just started uh, Lore on Amazon oh, Prime. Yeah, yeah. So based on the podcast, uh, which I haven't listened to the podcast, but it feels like the show is just the podcast with visuals. Mm -hmm. Because they have reenactment segments, they have visuals like photos or drawings or things. And I thought it was really cool, like real life horror stuff, but very historical and like documentary style. Yeah, yeah, it's well researched. That's what I loved about it. I I recently started listening to the podcast because I knew this show was coming out. 
Um, well, actually, I found out about the podcast, and I realized there was a show. I was like, oh, that's awesome. So I was looking forward to the really show, good. and Amazon Prime already got that down. So I was like, yes, I'm yeah. waiting to check that out. Um, yeah, if you're into, like, horror mythology, because, like, the first episode, you kind of aren't really sure what the theme is, and yeah. then it gives you essentially, an, I don't want to spoil what it is, but an origin for, a, like, a horror very big concept that we use a lot. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of cool of, like, how the story leads to that. And you're like, oh, nice. It's very cool. Yeah. Um, it's a very enjoyable podcast. And also, uh, so you've seen it. you actually seen it a couple episodes of that. I, yeah, I saw the first. I start. I got. I finished the first one. And I got a little bit into the second one. Like, the second one starts off right away. It's about asylum. So I'm like, I was oh, about cool. to say, I, I think like that's, asylum. I think that's, that was my favorite one I've, I've heard so far. It's, it's called Echoes, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. And it's, um, that's actually, he goes into how Love, H.P. Lovecraft got his inspiration for Arkham Asylum. Nice. From, from what was happening in, in the asylum. And it goes into the origins of the lobotomy and how the first lobotomies were performed with, like, the uh, doctor's own ice pick in his oh. kitchen. And it wasn't even, like, sanitary. or It was really, it was very gruesome information. But it was, it was really nice to hear. And also, yeah, it relates, it relates back to, um, I believe they had a cemetery also on the, uh, on the asylum. And um, they would call it. It got it got so full that they couldn't put down their names, so they would just go by. I think they just started calling them echoes, echoes oh, of wow. the echoes of the soul that, that it used to be, and which is great because I I love playing this one game called um, Bloodborne on the PS4, mm. and it's like a horror action RPG game, yeah. and it's very in, in, inspired by Lovecraft. And one of the things, instead of, because part of the, uh, it's made by, um, from software, and it, it's, uh, they've done the Dark Souls series, the Dark Souls series, and they, in the Dark Souls, you collect souls, and in Bloodborne, you collect echoes, and mm. I thought it was really cool, I was like, oh, so you collect the souls of the people who have passed, and the nice. people that you kill, and you collect their souls and echoes. So, lore's kind of like this documentary that explains lore? Yeah, like, they go, they yeah. go into, like, vampirism, well, they go okay. into, like, so therapy. it's not actually, like, a storyline, or is there? Sort it's structured, of, in okay. a sense, yeah. It sounds really yeah. interesting. Well, like, one big thing in the first episode was kind of like, Ugh. they have, there was a thing called waiting um, mortuaries, so essentially, like, they couldn't really tell if someone was dead, so they had a place where you would put them where they're maybe dead, but probably not dead, and you would just wait and see if they died. Um, or they did, this is, they also talked about the origin of, like, people being buried with, like, the bell to ring. You know, because it's like being buried alive, and, ugh. Ooh. and they even had a—I f- forget the name of it—but that's a like that was a specific fear at that time. Nice. Being oh. like, whoops, you're not really dead. Ugh. But yeah. That's terrible. Did you watch anything? Uh, okay. Well, I still need—I need to finish the babysitter. Um, what else did I watch? I've been watching Inhumans, which is kind of scary, <laughs> <laughs> but I'm trying to see the good in it. Um, because I love Serena right. Swan as Medusa. I'm tr- I love Lockjaw. You mm-hmm. know, it's trying, and I'm gonna see where it goes to. Um, have you guys ever seen uh, Final Girls? Oh, it's like no, a no, horror, no. Comedy. horror comedy. Yeah, it is so good. I can't. I don't want to spoil you, uh, but it's kind of like a parody of Friday the Thirteenth. Um, and like I said, it's a horror comedy. But there's like emotion in so it. Like I'm gonna take a call. I'm okay. Sorry. <laughs> no, go ahead. But. It stars Taisa Farminga. It stars uh, Alia Shawkat. Uh, I don't know if you know her, but she um, is also in Search Party. Um, but uh, you you just need to watch it because I don't want to spoil anything. Where'd you, uh, what do yeah. you watch it on? Um, I don't I don't know where you can actually get a copy of. Actually, okay. well, we gotta look for it. <laughs> but Final Girls. Um, 
Okay, so I'll give you the phone number right now, actually. We're locking down our guests. <laughs> yes, Yay. yes, yes. But guys, you need to check this movie out because I think it is, like, it just, like, so makes fun of, like, the slasher theme. Nice. But it's, it's very meta, too. You know, this, okay. I guess I'll give, like, a rough synopsis is that um, this group of teenagers get sucked into a horror movie because the movie theater gets on fire. And I, it doesn't really explain how, but it just does. And it sure. just, it works out perfectly. And Taisa oh, okay. Farminga's character. Yeah. mother is actually was in the original movie it's like ah. a um it's oh, yeah. it's super metal as i've been saying and like before that her mom actually dies so that's where the emotion comes in you know because mm. taisa's character is living with her mother's character and it's like the movie restarts and it's just very funny the cast is nice. just, it just has a really good cast um, thank you for having your patience and i'll give you i'll give my producer the number right now uh, what did you think of Happy Death Day without spoiling? Anything? Oh my gosh! Live production. Um, I liked it. It was very entertaining. Right. Yes, very entertaining. Right. Are you back? Yeah, we Hello. have his. Um, okay, yeah, that's right. Um, I got to text it to him. It's all right. We're talking about Happy Death Day. Um, I Happy Death Day is also very aware of itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, I know a lot of people ahead of time were talking about like it's very Groundhog's Day, and I like yeah. that they reference Groundhog's Day movie. in the movie. Ooh, so yeah. you're like, all at right, the very end, right? All right, oh my God, yeah. Because whenever um, I explain that explain this synopsis to someone they're all like it sounds a lot like Groundhog Day and I'm like yes it even says it uh, I thought it was fun the different ways to die that mm-hmm. she has one edit was so cool where she gets hit in the head and then falls and then yes. it's the pillow I love the oh. that edit that was yeah, so yeah. good a great transition I think my favorite death was a death by bong the what? the death by bong oh that kind of sucked yeah, <laughs> that was, yeah I was, thought that was oh. hilarious um, and they were just very like the bottom one um you know, they had it had fun with itself yeah. for sure. It didn't take mm-hmm. itself too seriously. Yeah. Um. Some people, uh, like we, yeah, we don't want to spoil it. Yeah. I was with someone who totally knew, like, essentially who was doing the killing. Mm-hmm. Um. I didn't, but I think it'd be one of those like, if you think about it, you'll probably figure it out. And if you just coast along yeah. for the ride, you're just like, oh, cool. When they reveal, because I wasn't yeah. shocked. I wasn't like, <gasps> yeah, what? But it was more just like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. It, like everything makes sense, and I think it was also because it. The movie u- utilized foreshadowing really well. If yeah. you like, you just like they seeing, gave you little hints. See, yeah, seeing it a second time, I bet. Like, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Be like, Duh. gotcha. Did you like it? Happy Death Day. Yeah. Overall, yeah, I didn't. I enjoyed it. I was. I thought it was fun. I, I okay. I don't know if this is a spoiler or not. It's a whole. Just, just be careful. It's the yeah. whole. Okay. How about this? They didn't reveal or show enough in in my. Opinion. To figure out who it was? No, no, no. Like, oh. when like she... when Yeah, they like, didn't show enough of her death. It wasn't gory. Which I thought... Oh. It wasn't even it bloody. And it was, but that would just get kind of old after a while. I think they did it, like... They did. They showed an initial, like, longer... Thank you. Longer scenes. Then they did, like, quick montage of deaths. And then went back into longer ones. Right. And it's just, just the right amount of time. Because I think... I mean, it'd be cool, yes, to see more ways to die. But... Yeah. And also, that would verify and discredit some of the su- suspects. But... Mm. If they went on too long, it'd just be like, all right, let's like keep going with the movie. You oh, know? okay, I gotcha. Yeah. Um, one thing I'll say real quick: people of color are not represented very well in that movie. Yeah. Because either mm. they don't talk, or they're losers, or they're not that great a character. They're, yeah, yeah, they I just get that. like back, they just get shot on pretty much. Yeah, I was yeah. like, that I sucks. Say, I also will say that the movie didn't seem like it needed to be rated R. Not really. 
It really didn't. I don't. <laughs> I don't even think that language. There's like was, no the language was even that bad. Like her nudity, you don't see anything. You yeah, there's no nudity. There was no gore. There was no. There's barely any blood at that, which was fine. There's not it a was lot really of swearing. Fine. Like, it's yeah. not. I didn't think the movie was scary at all. It was much more of no, a it's fun, not very thriller, dark comedy. Yeah. Um, yes, but that, it was entertaining. I would definitely recommend. Yeah. It. Like, just go see it. It may not Perfect be on for your Halloween time. Yeah, it may not be on your top mm-hmm. five, ten list, but like, it's super fun to watch and kind of just kind of like, oh, who's the killer? Yeah, is it the so and so? Is it so and so? Is it the roommate? The yes. ex boyfriend? You know, her sorority sister. I hated her, but I loved her at the same time. Get out. I was like, I want you to. Die. I loved it when um, this is really a spoiler, but the it's, milkshake. I did like the milkshake part. Um, but there was a part with the bus where they yes. fall into the... Yeah, I love that part. Mostly because I think her name was Heather. Was it the the mean sorority sister? I think I, her name I was Heather. I oh, wasn't it? Um, I thought it was like Brianna or something. Or, I'm not sure. I can't remember that. The mean sorority yeah, you, sister. Yeah, if you've seen the movie, you know who I'm she is. I'm bad with names. I'm good with faces. Yeah. yeah. But... I really liked like... Uh, her her character arc of um yeah she yeah. goes through a lot right she was so it makes sense knowing mm-hmm. like we're learning about her origin um she was a very unlikable character when we first meet her um, yeah but then she grows but yeah. I just hope she really continues to learn because she does get the one time where everything's done right right but you're like but did you really learn from your mistakes yes because you were kind of a yeah, to yeah, a lot she of was an, yeah, she was an asshole. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's why I like that one line when she's like, you know, after a while, you really start to know yourself. Well, like you keep reliving the same day, you really mm-hmm. start to get to know yourself better. Yeah, like, yeah. When you're in the same day, and I was like, oh, that's, that's a nice line mm-hmm. for me. Yeah, yeah. It's a long day. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. There are days where I have, and I'm like, it's over right away. Then I'm like, she gets a lot done in one day. Yeah, that's true. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, next one I would love to talk about is uh, the babysitter, but oh yeah, Ollie. well he hasn't seen it. <laughs> oh yeah, fine. next Something week. weird next though, week. I don't know if you guys notice on uh, if you know the area that well. They go to Corky's, which I am like ninety nine percent sure is over on Van Nuys Boulevard. Yeah, yeah, by yes, Ventura, I was like, right? That's oh, where I used God. to live. I, but and it has the same exact, exact yeah. like Burger King. And the, first, the Burger King's right there. <laughs> yeah, I saw it with Christine. I was like, I, I know where that is. That. No. I was yeah, like, so I know where that is. Like, no. <laughs> the Corky's Diner they go to is in um, the Van Nuys Sherman Oak area on yeah. Van Nuys Boulevard. It's by like a car wash, I believe. Yeah. yeah. And there's yeah. a Burger King That's right hilarious. there. Yeah. Well, maybe we can do like it a... It didn't used to be Corky's, though. It was um, some other diner place, and then that's what it became last like three-something years or whatever. Right. I've never okay. had Quirky, so I don't know. Yeah, I don't even know that. <laughs> what's like, up with that. I, but that's I've hilarious. never been there. I just drove by there because I, I lived... That was the street I would take to go to like the freeway and stuff. Right. Dang. Yeah, that's nice. That's so funny to be that's like, cool. I know that. I know that. Corkies. Yep. And so, off the top of your heads, uh, let's do uh, Impromptu Crypt. <laughs> yeah, we'll yeah. just any other random ones. So, sure. um, yeah, what's up? You got some? Uh, yeah, uh, Southbound. Uh, oh, yeah, I was I've thinking about that this. before. It was a indie horror movie. I forget if I saw it at a festival or not. Uh, came out, I think in, I'm going to have to look up when it came out. Um, it's a movie where it's a really good example of anthology, where it's stories that are separate yet woven together, which I really liked, because oh, yeah. it's like... Kind of like Trick or Treat. Yeah, I was yeah, going to say. there we go. 2015 is when it came out, which I thought it was... Um, Five interlocking tales of terror follow mm. the fates of a group of weary travelers who confront their worst nightmares and darkest secrets uh, on one long night in the desolate stretch of a desert highway. Um, I'm going to have to look this one up. Yeah, I don't Sounds know really good. where you would find it, but I just thought the stories, each individual story was so cool and creepy. 
and just how they wove them together was really entertaining. Right. So, Southbound, very good. Southbound was And actually cute. really scary. There were parts where I was like, oh, this is good. Or you're just sitting in your chair like, ah, run! <laughs> yeah, like, dang. Um, I got one. It's called Demon from 2015. Why does that sound familiar? And it's, I believe it's Greek. It's, it's, a, uh, it's a foreign film. Um, it's very slow burn how okay. it goes. It's about, oh, let me read the, uh, the uh, synopsis. Uh-huh. <laughs> a bridegroom is possessed by a unquiet spirit in the midst of his own wedding celebration in this clever take on the Jewish legend of the Diabuk. The, the so I'm guessing that's uh, some urban legend, the Diabuk. Um, I'm guessing it's like a Jewish urban legend. Okay. Um, it's 2015? It's 2015, yeah. It's, it's shot. Okay. It's, everything about it looks beautiful. I love um, the colors to it. The, uh, the I guess like the color palette and uh, like just the filter and like how it looks. It's mm-hmm. very cinematic. Um, it's definitely a slow. It's, it, it gives me like, like the sen- It gave me the same sense as Mother because of just how you feel this like. It makes you feel this like, uh, like stunted frustration or like just okay. a, something that you're just like, oh man, you really want to get something off your chest, but you can't because you're not in the movie. And you, and so you see these. You see um, the the groom, who's on his wedding day. Um, I believe he uncovers um, some dead bones under a tree, and that's what sets off everything in motion. Nice. And he's. You just see him slowly get taken over by something. Okay. And um, and then at the same time, there's a there's a bunch of people at this wedding, and they're all just getting hammered and wasted. And so he's trying to be like the groom, the host at this party, but at the same time, he's being taken over by this spirit. That's just like wrecking him inside, and he's like, he's. It, you can see how it's a slow burn. It's very stress. It's a very stressful movie in a sense to watch, but it's also very good, and I I enjoyed it. I have one. That yeah. You, I don't know if you guys have seen this. It's a foreign film. I believe it's German. Correct me if I'm wrong. Good night, mommy. Um, I'll read you the synopsis. Mm. It's about twin boys move to a new home with their mother after she has face changing cosmetic surgery, but under the bandages is someone the children don't recognize. Jeff, you. I've heard, um, I've heard of it. I've, I've come got, across it. I haven't yeah. seen it yet. I want to see this. This one got kind of really uh, big notoriety back... Well, not really notoriety, but kind of like... Notoriety? Yeah. No, thank notoriety. you. <laughs> I cannot speak English. It's okay. The words. But I definitely... I don't know where you can watch this. I forget where I watched it. It was like two years ago when I watched this. But like, um, it's reminiscent of The Uninvited. I was about to okay. say. Yeah. yeah. So I don't want to give away too too much away because it's a huge twist cool um but it's very creepy it's very simple uh very simple concept and it's at one point you're just kind of like oh my god and like i i usually don't look away with gore and whatnot but there's one particular Mm. scene that will make you cringe like no other horror movie like this movie (laughs) did something to me these two years ago when i watched it um but it'll definitely leave a lasting impression on you guys so definitely check this one out right on Good, Good night, night, mommy. Good night, mommy. But and it's subtitles. I don't mind subtitles. Yeah. I watch no, anime. They're fine. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Japanese yeah, dubs cool. are better than English dubs. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So unfortunately, we do have uh, technical difficulties, and uh, that's all right. We'll we'll uh, re- try to reschedule the yeah. uh, interviews for possibly next week, if not some other time. Um, for now, we'll just uh, just keep we can talking talk about, about the happy movie. death. Maybe we. Can. Well, I still kind of want would like to dedicate it to to the Sandman. Okay, and I'll well, just say let's talk a little bit more about the film and moments that stood out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I was about to say, um, what was uh, some of your favorite? We are going to get into some spoiler territory here. 
Well, we um, can say moments, but let's, let's favorite try not to death stress. scene. That's what I was about to say. That's what uh, I wanted to talk about. Yeah, favorite death scene of the okay, Sandman. Okay, okay. That's fine. Personally, mine is okay. Can, is it wrong to say whose it is? Like, wait, yeah, I just don't know. describe it, but not who. Yeah, oh, okay, okay, describe okay. it. All right, so Sandman comes up on this guy, <laughs> and he just like he looks behind him. He's just like, <gasps> and then the Sandman just goes, and it's just a classic, oh, the, just the, the claws. Yeah, just yeah. grabs his head. And you just, see, you just see the guy like ah, and like at the same like once he like once the Sandman touches you, he can turn you into sand. Yeah. So I thought it was a re- and it was also a really great effect. I couldn't tell if it was like a mixture of CGI or also practical effects, mm-hmm. but he grabs him and he just destroys this guy. And I was just like, well, and it's great. They filmed so many of the kills in like good cutaways right. or very practical, mm-hmm. so it looked great. Of you know, you would see the squeeze and then it cut to the pop. Yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And that's fine. Our brain puts it together. We don't need to see it in all the detail. And also in that same scene, they cut to the camera view of yes, it. Yes, And then that's so when good. you see the actual yes. pop of... But you don't see him on But you don't see the Sandman. Yeah, yeah that was interesting, too. It's like, so he's not caught on, ta- not caught on camera? I was like, okay. Yeah. So... Uh, not a favorite death, but somebody pointed out on Twitter or something, and then I was like, that was really good. Some dude gets his spine ripped out of his ass, Oh, I see. <laughs> I remember seeing that. I was like, is that how that works? <laughs> like, I was like, what? <laughs> like, the guy is dead, and he's laying on the ground, and Sam in, like, grabs That was really fun. His spine. <laughs> yeah, I was like, that was more like a crotch <laughs> yeah, grab, just, and he's just like, yeah. So bizarre. I was like, all right, that's where he you can grab my spine. He was going for something. You know? yeah. <laughs> uh, I really like the part. It's near the end. Um, it's kind of a character... It's kind of cannon fodder, so it's fine. Um, it was one of the SWAT members. He's wearing a decontamination suit. Yeah. You know? Oh, right. I think you guys know what I'm talking about. And, like, he tries to fight the Sandman, but the Sandman overpowers him, and he just, like, pushes up, up against the wall and just, like, bashes his oh, head up against it. Yes. And he, like, squashes it like a grape, and it splats inside the suit. It splats inside the suit. Yeah. And I love that part. That was it, was just, it was juicy. <laughs> it looked like a gusher. Like, it, it was, was I was like, that's it, my favorite. It scene. is legit. If you grab a grape and just crush it, yeah, that's was, exactly what it was. It was like, it's so effortlessly from the Sandman. Um, I was hoping we would kind of like. I know this might be a sh- like asking for too much. I was really wanted to see someone like get shredded like with sand. Like the Sandman just kind of like shred them with sand or something. Like totally <laughs> just engulf them with sand. I would love to see that if there's a sequel. Yeah. Somebody's face kind of has that like kind of turns to a sand and like. But I wanted more. Yeah, that's fine. Sequel. It's there gonna be, be, it's gonna be in the sequel. You know, I, 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 I mean, that's at the end of the film. Oh, there's post-credit scenes. By right. The way. Yes. There's two. If you guys two. haven't yes. watched two. yet. Post-credit two. scenes, which are very essential. <laughs> yeah. If you, if you don't watch them, then you're gonna be really disappointed because you'll right. be confused. Because but... the second post-credit scene reveals something that's pretty big, and mm-hmm. I believe it's setting it up for a sequel. And I would love to see a sequel of this. And like, I, I, f- I feel like this is like something. Hu- it could be something huge for the Sci-Fi Channel, as yeah. in. It could be a like, it, yeah, it could be their own like Marvel Cinematic Universe, but like the Sandman Cinematic Universe, you know? <laughs> sure. Because and then expand with other characters. Yeah, because mm-hmm. here's the thing: they established like the crazy no, government. Kids. Yeah, so they the established the Cole kids, so mm-hmm. there's more other Cole babies out there that they <laughs> can play off be. of. Yeah. They can be like if they could be like more Cole kids are able to like bring up like these familiars and have these familiars fight yes. like the Sandman. Like, what if there's a reunited like. They reunited Madison where she's older and she could control her powers. Yeah. And they try to like unleash the Sandman. She's like, no, come come back. Come back, come back to mama. Like you're you're mine. Oh and then like God. and then use her to fight off whatever. Use the Sandman yes. to fight off whatever. And I would love to see like other children, like see what um what kind of powers other the other children could have and stuff. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately they got rid of the oh. <laughs> Well <laughs> unfortunately they only one of the the few experts there. Yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Yeah. There might be more out there. We don't know. Yeah, hopefully, right? Yeah. yeah. Maybe whoever reads the book can be an expert on it. Yeah. <laughs> or they learn self-study. Oh, self-study, yeah. Um, the ma. I want to say it's a mausoleum because the part where you're like inside because it is it yeah I was like yeah correct term that was a really great scene too mm-hmm. of just how they shot that of like they're going after her and like the SWAT kind of guys are just like looking oh my camera doesn't work and so they're in my <laughs> oh. night vision but it just it was great because you get that was a little bit nice tension building moment oh definitely them, like, something we see movement what's going on and so that mm-hmm. I like that yeah um that was if a good you. Scene. If you look under the uh, pictures of for Shay, I believe there's six through eight. Um, they have uh, there's a, there's a, I, I kind of highlight. I was doing like screen grabs um, from mm. while I was watching the movie. It is a very visually literally dark movie, so yeah. make sure you're somewhere yeah, where you can very, see it. It's very dark, uh, so I'm guessing these pictures would be a little dark too. But um, so that's her. Such mm-hmm. a cute kid too. Go go on, go on. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Steve. Um, so here is when she's going like this, yeah, and then she has I like a sand. That. She has a sand come behind her. That was so boss. I was like, oh, yeah. <laughs> this is like her full force. Like, yes, I want to kill these people. Overpowered. <laughs> like, yeah. Overpowered. And then cut to the next one, and I believe it's her. Like, it's her being surrounded by um, like the SWAT people just being surrounded. Oh. And then there's another picture where she's walking away. Oh, when she's sa- walking and like Yeah, she's walking away and there's the sands behind her. Yeah, yeah, that was so like so superhero, dope. like just looking Mic looking drop. away from an explosion kind of <laughs> yeah. thing. She's that was like... just, I, I love that. I, I, I'm not sure if that picture's in there, but yeah. Um, those of you who have seen the just movie. Just gotta watch it for yourself. They just know, yeah. I believe that's it. Oh, that's a picture surrounded by police. Okay. okay. See, it's a really yeah. dark film. It's so, yeah, yeah it's like, very, it's yeah, so these like, pictures are like very dark. Yeah, if you're going to like have a date night, you know, cuddle up and watch this movie. Yeah. Yeah. I really like the movie because, you know, obviously Stanley is the executive producer, but mm-hmm. it was kind of cool because like it, to me, it uh, kind of almost seemed like a comic book. Like yeah. I, was, I was picturing like, okay, this live action film as like the pages of a comic book and mm-hmm. like different panels. And I'm like, this could totally... Like, if they don't do another movie or anything mm-hmm. on the TV, a, a series, they could totally do, like, a graphic novel, exactly. a comics, like, go. totally adapt it in that way. And then, you know, because who doesn't like to read? Mm-hmm. Come yeah. on. Come on. This would, like, I mean, granted, this is horror movie news, but, <laughs> but we hey, have Hey, there's we horror other... comic books. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. The, Buffy, you know, Buffy, what Buffy did after season seven, they did mm-hmm. season eight, season nine, through comics, Dark Horse yeah. Comics. So, you know, p- the power of comics and power of reading and power of art. Who doesn't love looking at art? Right. I so, yeah. Moving art. It's like the, the <laughs> preach meme. Oh. Like, preach. Can I get an amen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this, this film has a lot of potential to grow and, like, to... to I want to see what can what's going to come out after this because mm-hmm. I would love to see just, like... Little kids fighting each other with their familiars. Yeah, <laughs> that yeah. sounds so I want cool. Fighting each other? No, I want them to band together and fight all the monsters. Now but... go fight the call um, recruiter people. Yeah, I was about to say, what there do we, we start off in the? What do we like for the next one? We start off in the in the in the base, right? Yeah, and then we see all the other calls, like the call children that are just like in cells or whatever, just being yeah. controlled. Oh my gosh! And then someone the... breaks one of them out. Yeah, <laughs> someone talking. What if like a Madison and also Aunt Claire are just like, hey, there's yeah. more of you. <laughs> I think it's we we're need to ob- help the other. Yeah, what's what's Claire, what's Claire doing? Taking pictures of people, you know? Like, yeah, it's a better calling to help these cold children out and to break them out, and that would be awesome. And then that's where they reunite. The, the Sandman and uh, mm-hmm. and Madison reunite when they go back and break into. Oh, mm-hmm. dude, that'd be so cool. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
You need to write. You need to get on board. You need to be writing for them, Anthony. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, sure. The spitballing ideas. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they've they've like run through a lot of a lot of these ideas. I'm sure, right? They've had they've had to. Yeah. They're probably waiting to see too on the reaction of fans and like where to go next. Yeah, that's right. Like the uh, what the rating points, I guess, for for the film. Uh, to yeah. See how much it, it did on sci-fi. Mm-hmm. That's nice. Um, dang. Okay, so. Um, I will say that um, Amanda, uh, she's known for her uh, role as Tina Gray in a, a Nightmare on Elm Street, and she was kind of like the false protagonist. You thought like, oh, okay, she's we're gonna follow her, but no, she got killed off in like the beginning of the film. So it was really cool seeing her, um, you know, kind of go back into horror. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. So and she kind of you know obviously this was like uh, that was Wes Craven, and then. That kind of inspired Wes Craven's Scream, my favorite horror movie, with uh, Drew Barrymore as uh, Casey, right. who got killed off in the first, you know. Oh, really? Yeah. So, oh, that's cool. So, I didn't know that. that it, I don't know. I just thought it was really cool seeing her, you know, get back into her horror roots because I would love to see her, you know, pursue more of that. And nice. it's also, I really, I'm excited to, like, if we ever interview her, um, just to ask her about, like, the power of women in horror, you know, because, like, women. Women, I feel like women dominate horror. Yeah, don't you think? The last girls, like, there's something special about what a woman brings to horror that I think I don't want to say men can't bring, you know, because men get scared, you know, but it's something special about women, you know, and horror. And I need to find the article, but there was an article recently, yeah, it's just something, yeah, of like what, why, like how the female character fits within mm-hmm. that world, why so many women like horror, I will find it and we'll tweet it yeah. so y'all yeah, can be, read it later. I would mm-hmm. love to read that, yeah. Why, why do you think that that is, that it works so well with women? Is it because they're... Like, We're survivors. Is yeah. it? <laughs> I, kinda, I can agree with that for sure. And also I think women are a lot more emotional. Not, not, I don't mean that as an insult, but they are able to convey better emotion than, than a male, someone who's more masculine, I guess. Right. I don't want to bring gender into the mix because, like, you know, gen, you know, I... I I'm a queer studies minor. Wait, wait. What was <laughs> that, Steve? What? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I can say that. You know, um, but yeah, I, I think we... <laughs> but yeah, what, what do you guys think? I just want to... I'm really interested in asking, like, horror directors about that and horror uh, screen queens. Like, what what do they think? So that's what I'm... That's yeah. what I want to know from... Like, I'm, I'm, I'm also wondering if there's, like, uh, I guess, like, because of the assumption that, like, like, women are usually, I guess, weaker... And then, then it's fun yeah. to spin that on them. Yeah, yeah. kind of like, you know, and show them... Their uh, stronger side. Yeah. Like, you yeah. wouldn't them expect overcome. them. Yeah. Because yeah. usually the dudes who get, like, like get ripped off... Well, not get ripped off, but, like, yeah. they get they, they get the, destroyed. <laughs> like, the you know? Because like, they run into danger being yeah. stupid. And yeah. then exactly. the girl's like, hey, maybe not. And that's why I wore this shirt today, Buffy, if you can Yay. see. Power. So, and that's how, like, Joss Whedon, you know, he, he totally spinned the horror genre. Mm-hmm. And he made it funny. He made it mm-hmm. scary, too, with certain episodes. Hush. That was scary. Oh, and showed just strong female characters, oh, yeah, even I saw the movie. you know strong men, male characters as well. Um, but yeah, uh, I directed two short horror films. You guys can go watch them online. Uh, Only the Smart Survive. We had a female uh, lead, even though it was ensemble, uh, but she wrote it. So I don't. I'm curious why she picked. Uh, I mean, she probably picked it for herself, but it was fun because it was like the final girl idea. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the other one is called Cannibal Katie, and that one goes with like. Um, Assumptions so. on uh, being vegan oh and like dinner party stuff, now that's being a rude. Idea. <laughs> yeah, and that one's really fun. And that one also, a female character is uh, a little more intriguing. But mm. again, it's a similar like 
the someone you don't expect. Yeah. So I'd go with that. Of yeah, you're not expect you either. Most people expect the female character to be weaker or not achieve as much. Mm-hmm. Be like, oh yeah, they're not going to do much, and that's why sometimes they can overpower some of the killers because yeah. they're like, oh, well, you're not going to really do anything. And then like, then you're, oh yeah, you're gonna <laughs> you underestimate them as yes. like a viewer. There we go. Like, you guys have seen your next, like mm-hmm. how that kind of was like. Yes. Played with that. Also, that was good. I think a huge one in like uh, female horror, like cinema, is uh, The Descent. Have you guys seen yep. it? Oh, yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, not only it's do they one. have to like deal with their emotional like turmoil that they have amongst each other and also in their per- their own personal lives, but they also have to do these weird golem creatures in yeah. these caves. Though that one, I'm semi extremely annoyed. Because they use a carabiner that's someone else's, and I've done basic rock climbing, and I know that's like number one rule you should not do. And then these people are like experts, and they do it. So I was just like, okay, y'all uh, cause your own problem. That was a good one. I but it's a really good movie. Otherwise, yeah, yeah. But I was really like mad that they did a sequel. Did you guys? Did you? Know, I didn't watch this which one. to me is non-canon. But I'm like, why did no, you do that? Yeah. You ruined. I didn't. I never watched just, it. I kind of know what happens in the mm. sequel. But I didn't watch it because I feel like that's like a slap in the face of the first one. But it was cool oh. that it was cool that they they use some of the same characters from the or the first ones. But weird. It was no, not needed. Not it was really it was just yeah. something that wasn't needed, you know. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that that is a good film. The first one. Um. Real With quick. alternate endings. Too. Yeah. Really. Yep. Wow. They had one in theaters and one on DVD. For the the descent. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, I could kind of see that, though, I well, guess. Well, uh, similar to, uh, I think it was 28 Days Later, they had a European ending, and they had an American ending. Oh, cool. I didn't know that Because one's either. a little more optimistic, because we like our happy endings here, yeah. and then one Mer- is a little more dramatic. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah, it's I like, lo- we want everybody to live happily ever after. No, I, lo- and- I love the real endings, you know? Give me the real stuff. Yeah, that's <laughs> great. I'm like, Give yeah, me- what was the I'm intentional a realist. Like, yeah, yeah, exactly. Oh, like- actually, thing on Happy Death Day, I don't know who posted this, but there was a thing about how they had an original ending where there was, um, I'm like, uh, I'm, I was about to say something that kind of spoils it, <laughs> but they had a different kind of ending right. um, where it was a bit more of a repeat. And apparently audiences, like, hated oh, that, okay. so they changed it. Yeah. Um, because you don't get, you know, it doesn't pay off. You were, yeah. It's it a just a less... never-ending cycle, so that's... Exactly. I can understand. I feel like you ram- got gypped at the end. Yeah. You want wheel. to see something resolved. Yes. So there could have been a, another ending, but apparently audiences were like, nope. Wait for the Blu-ray release. <laughs> so, yeah, there Special you go. features. <laughs> extra like... content. So yeah. real quick with our last minute, let's go back to the Sandman. I just want to say my yeah. like one of my favorite scenes I saw was the call baby, call baby uh, oh, birth that? scene. Yes! <laughs> and then there's a little the baby, baby Sandman. <laughs> that was cute. awesome. Well, I love that. Well, then that confirmed my theory that the girl is kind of the Sandman. But it was a dream. That's what I was thinking too. Spoiler, and is, is that supposed it. to be a dream of I the mother, it, or is it a dream of just Aunt Claire? I thought or? it was Aunt Claire's dream. Yeah. Okay. Do you guys have any uh, quick? Uh, but I love that favorite that favorite really scenes good. for that. Um. Oh, I kind of have one. It's really quick. Hmm. Um, it was when uh, another swamp member who got killed. Um, he was going. Uh, he was just like stuck in a hallway, and it was like pitch black, and the Sandman was coming, and he would shoot the shotgun. Oh, the at him. bright light. Yeah, yes. and then like you just see him getting closer and closer. And oh, I, I yeah. wanted it. I, it kind of was a little short for me, but I wanted it to go on. Like they totally could have like built up more suspense, but I love that scene. Where that was just, like, cool. Closer, yeah, closer, yeah. Closer, and then he just closer. finally got killed. Ah! Right. Yes. yes, I love that part. Right on. All, All right. right. Cool. Unfortunately, we got to wrap up now. Um, so I have to. Uh, I would like to apologize to Peter Sullivan and also Amy Wise because we had technical difficulties and we could not get him on the show today. Um, but that's okay because we have plenty of shows to come. <laughs> mm-hmm. So the opportunity will still be here for them if yes. they still would like it. 
Um, again, you can find me everywhere at Anthony. Uh, 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 my name is Anthony Becerra, and you can find me <laughs> everywhere at Tony B Dead. Um, for next week, we'll probably be talking about. Oh, the snow, snowman comes out next week. Oh yeah, I want to oh. watch that so bad. I do want to see that. Yeah. So many good ones. Oh, not yeah. this next week. This week, sorry. Yeah. Yeah, this Friday. Um, for this weekend. But yeah. So and also we'll probably talk about the babysitter because I want, I really yeah, want to talk go, about this. <laughs> Give me some time. Um, I got you. And also, hopefully, if they if they would like to try to come back on the show, um, Peter uh, Peter Sullivan and also yeah. Amanda Wise is uh, more than welcome to come back. I might call me Amy by X. That'd be awesome. And uh, put yourself over, Carrie. Yeah, uh, you guys can find me online at Carrie D Lane, and that's K A R I D L A N E. And just a reminder: don't forget to leave a comment down below. What kind of Halloween mask would you want if you can have anything to win the Tokyo Ghoul poster Horizon. and mask? Yeah. And um, um, go watch Sandman on Sci-Fi. Either uh, pro- they probably have a way to watch it through their site. Oh yeah, I'm sure. Yeah, so yeah. on Sci-Fi Channel. Yeah, and guys, I'm Oliver Drennan. Follow me on all social media platforms at Ollie Dreamer, and follow my cosplay page at Ollie Cosplays and also tune into Marvel Movie News every Tuesday at 2 on the Popcorn Talk Network. Right huh? Nice. See you all See later. You guys. <laughs> From producers Maria Menounos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire Popcorn Talk Network, we would like to thank you for tuning in. For questions or comments, be sure to visit popcorntalk.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of the Popcorn Talk Network. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of the Popcorn Talk Network or its owners or principals.